You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet together for your amusement. This is episode number 124, posted November 2017. Rat Sandwich. Uh, so can I can I like close with these rats? One, two, three. Remember, four. it's ten fit squares. I know. That's I right. move forty feet a turn. Uh, so you pr- the, the the rats are ignoring you because now as you're closer, you notice that they are feasting upon corpses. Oh lord! Oh, what kind nice. of corpses? Well, yeah, I will take a roll. I'll take a roll to see what kind of corpses, if I can tell. Twenty one. You see three human corpses reduced to little more than bloody bone and sinew. Are Artisanal farm-to-table corpses. <laughs> they are sprawled in the room's center with two oversized rats. Well, we'll say three because I put on the map. Uh, root amongst the bodies, stopping to chew flesh they pulled free. Any Scuttling way to tell how long they've been dead? Come from the narrow crevices in the walls. Uh, not from standing there. And it's very difficult because you could see... It's hard to tell what kind of the natural decay is versus what uh, they've been eaten away by rats. Rat eating. Can I tell what kind of uh, corpses they were? Do I need to roll a medicine check? Uh, they are human. They're they are human. human. We, okay. we determined that. Um, well, screw this, then. Yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm almost gonna. I'm almost gonna try to shoo the rats away. Shoo! Go! Go uh, on. Do you want me leave. to? Do you want me to magic the rats away? Hmm. Amla actually takes off uh, one of his shoes and <laughs> waves it at the I, I only had one shoe to start with. It's fine. <laughs> you're the one uh, um, so I, what you, you're entering the room to shoo them away, I assume? I <laughs> guess I'm getting to like... Yeah, hell, hell, I'm entering the room. Sure. Why not? All right. And then you, as, uh, as soon as you get close to the rats, they attack you. <laughs> oh, Shocking. Uh, and I was really hoping this would be the time I make friends with the rats. Uh, what is your armor class? Maybe next time. Um, that's not correct. It's a personal question. Sorry, it's sixteen. Okay, so uh, let's see. What do rats have? Okay, tails. So as you enter, you only saw three rats, but uh, coming out of the crevices, two more uh, join. So there are a total of five rats. Uh, currently, there are now three, four of them are biting you, Umlal. <laughs> uh, just got rats all over. Uh, you are just covered you. in rats. It's easy because uh, you're beautiful. And they sink their little rat teats, yeah. teats, teeth <laughs> into you. Uh, and <gasps> they do some damage. Uh, Wait, they all they all get on on 16 IC? Man. Yeah, they these rats. They were they've been training for this day. <laughs> they've been sharpening ah, their teeth on right. human bones. You get 8 points of damage. Uh okay. Some little rats. And I guess uh, we're going to fight rats now. So everybody roll initiative. Hey. What are we level 1? <laughs> well, these are giant rats. Level uh, 1 level characters two. would be fighting rats. I mean, look, this is Dungeons and Dragons. If you can't appreciate fighting rats in a sewer, play, I don't know, play a different game. This right. tunnel isn't a sewer, though, is it? Uh, it's sewer adjacent. Well, it's adjacent <laughs> to a pretty. Right. Wow. When you're our party, everything looks like a sewer. That's right. <sighs> well, hey, folks. When you're us, every sewer is a party. Dire, but I'm pretty sure with love, we'll find a way. Just give it time. Oh, find a way. Uh, all right. Yeah. Shara. Shara. 
You are, where are you? There you are. So you're uh, a goodly amount away. You, uh, Ublal says, we go scare rats away. Walks into the room and shrieks, the rats are all over me. <laughs> <laughs> he just Sounds comes out right. and he's like, he's like wearing armor that's basically <laughs> made of rats now. <laughs> Classic on <Omar. laughs> This could have gone better. <laughs> uh, There's no way this could have been predicted. <laughs> Shoe trick always worked before. Uh, just, just wearing a jacket of rats. Why it's a Tuesday here on Dark Sun. Why they not shoo away? Oh! <laughs> the one place they're not hanging off of him is the shoe he's holding out in front of him. Just, just, just a check. I did offer to use magic to kill all the rats. I said that, right? Like I didn't just think that. All right. Yep. Just, just want to well, verify. You didn't say you were going to kill him. You just said to, to get them, get rid of Shoot them. Shoot them away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to magic missile all of the rats. Oh. Just to send them, send them to a farm upstate. Oh my God, yeah. there's a lot of rats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Shara, you, you see okay. Umlal covered in rats. Let's, uh, Umlal, initiate self-destruct sequence. <laughs> <laughs> Authorization code required. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to sneak attack. So... All right. Uh, I got a natural twenty. That rat is dead. Whoa. Okay. Uh, the, what are you using, like crossbow or crossbow? What, what? Yeah. All right. So Ublal, the, there was a rat on your neck, and it is a bolt goes through it, and now it is pinned to the wall behind you. Ublal gives Shara a thumbs up. With and there's a rat hanging off the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that rat Keep it out there. Keep it out thumb. there. I'll shoot that one off. <laughs> Sinks its teeth into you. Uh, three more rats, well, it's the same three. There are four rats on you, Umlal. Three of them bite you. One rolls uh, a natural 20, so that's a, a good How rat. much damage did I take? You take, uh, let's see, that's, what is that? Seven. Guys, remember that time Dan got his character killed by four rats? <laughs> uh, you take 18 points of damage. All right, I'm going to wow. use my stone's endurance to reduce that damage. So I do a D12 plus my con modifier, which is four. So oh. I reduce that by 13. So that's well, five points of damage. Hooray! To 48, uh, sorry, 47. I can only do that once. So <laughs> I should probably get these rats off me. Rats. Uh, Ketchka, it's your turn. It's my turn. Yes, you notice Umlal does some sort of uh, meditative breathing. He censors his chakra and has resisted some rat damage. This is exciting. All right, uh, so I'm going to have to run down the corridor because this is a long corridor, isn't it? Ten foot squares. Ten foot squares. So I can only get in like three and a half squares forward here. Crap. I should have been closer in. Uh, so I've got a 60 foot range on a lot of my spells. Uh, can I hit a uh, spot amongst the rats from where I'm at? Uh, yes. Well, they're all covering Umlal. It's basically like a sword. But what are you trying to do? Oh, they're, they're, they're not actually where they are on the map, is what you're No, they, I just don't want to stack them all up. But They're hanging on Umlal. Mm. Ah, crap. Well. Maybe, uh, you shouldn't, <laughs> maybe, you should insult the, maybe you should insult these rats, Steve. Um, you're resistant to a whole lot of stuff, right, Umlal? You dirty rats. Uh, not currently, but I will be as soon as it's my turn. <laughs> oh, you're not. Crap. Well, you, uh, could, you could just delay and wait for his turn, right? That, that, might, uh, that is a thing. That might be a good idea. Or I could uh, try to put the rats to sleep. Rats. You know <laughs> and what? I'm also, do that. Um, 
I suspect you've probably got more hit points than they do, theoretically. Uh, <laughs> well, as long as, again, as long as it doesn't get to their turn again. All right, tell me what you're doing. Uh, you know what? I'm going to hold my turn off until Amla has a chance to go. Uh, okay, so what's your specific trigger? That's the, the thing that in D&D now you need to have a specific trigger. My trigger is when I see Amlal appear to gird his loins <laughs> All right. such that he might be more resistant to things. Then, Excellent. actually, you know, first, before that happens, I'm going to throw some bardic inspiration at Amlal. You cannot so, split your... So it's either you wait this is a, or... This is a bonus action. Your bonus action happens on your turn. <laughs> So wait a minute. So the, the trigger starts my turn, right? Then I can yes. make all the actions I yep. need to. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the trigger will be when Omlal completes Gets his turn. Angry. Does that Gets count? Gets angry. Gets angry. And, and the secret is Omlal's always angry. So your turn's now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, really he seems backfired. happier than I've seen him in a long time now that he's covered in rats. Omlal <laughs> looks back at Kasko and is like, look, have many pets. Make friends. <laughs> D Dan, we're getting very dangerously close to Fields and Friends with territory here. <laughs> I'm just saying, when Alex Lee sues you, I hope I get her autograph. <laughs> All right, Carlos. Yes. You will. It's just on legal papers. It is your turn. I... You are right next to Umlal. He's covered in rats. Well, four I'm rats, gonna... but they're large. I'm going to hit some rats. That's what I'm doing. All right. With my hammer. Hit, hit, hit a rat. <laughs> Wait, you're going to hit a rat off me with a hammer? <laughs> I am. 24 versus AC. <laughs> Oh my uh, god. A rat explodes. <laughs> Precision hammering. Okay, yes. and I'm going to hit another rat. You're then. in trouble, rat. 22 versus AC. Another rat explodes. All right. So now, uh, uh, Umlal is only covered in two and he's rats. He's covered in two and rats. He's covered in two rats worth, uh, kind of like rat paste. Yep. Ah, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's the best kind of paste, I think. Uh, <laughs> you got to keep those treasure cavities off of your rats by using rat paste on them regularly. <laughs> All right, so this introduces an interesting question. So there's two rats on me, right? That's mm -hmm. correct. Uh, if I don't... Act, so I was thinking I would rage, but down to two rats, I'm not as worried about that. If I don't rage, will Steve lose his turn? He, mm -hmm. The trigger does not happen, and Steve's turn is lost. What if I'm just really angry, <laughs> but like not like raging angry? Does it cost <laughs> you anything to rage? Uh, yeah, I can only do it a certain number of times, and I'm down to... I only have one left uh, after that. All right. Well, I can forego my turn if it looks like things are in hand anyway. Well, we'll see. I mean, there could be a crap ton more rats in the walls, so there's a question of whether or not this is a risky move on my part, too. Um, but I don't know. It just seems like there's only two rats right now, so mm -hmm. might take mm -hmm. my rat chances. <laughs> same rat time, same rat chances. <laughs> um, so what are you going to do? I'm going to try to kill one of the rats on me. Is there... This, how do I do that with a greatsword? Is that possible? You do it at disadvantage. <laughs> I just try to like, do I just do some like, sort of like standard attack and like try to smash a rat into a wall? I would think that probably make more sense. If your sword um, is really great, you can chop a tomato or a tin can with it. It shouldn't matter what size it is. You just stop dropping. What is uh? If you just do a standard attack and like slam yourself against a wall, you will not be at disadvantage. If you use your greatsword, you're at disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. Is it the same modifier as if I attacked with a weapon? Uh, yeah, it'll be your strength modifier. Oh, no proficiency bonus? Uh, no. Okay. You're I will not try proficient in slamming yourself into a wall. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, I don't do it enough. I gotta that. practice. He's practicing, yeah. Great. Uh, that was an eight. 
All right, well, you slam, so everybody sees Ublal, uh, he <laughs> reaches for his sword, shakes his head, and he just slams himself against the, the, the wall. As he's slamming himself, the rat quickly scuttles behind, uh, out of the way, and he just slams himself against the wall, and the rat is now on his shoulder. Okay, my question- I get question. two attacks, so I reel around <laughs> oh, and try no. to do it again. <laughs> Go Nine. Oh, you, you, so then you, you- Push yourself off the wall, fling across the corridor. The rat scurries back to your front, and you slam against the wall. Car- how, mu- how, much, how much damage did Almol just do to himself? Carlos gestures to everybody and says, maybe we should just sit back and watch this. <laughs> That's My what I'm doing. Is- does, yeah, that this... look to, uh, does that look to Kachka like yeah, does he's that make raging? Him angry? All right, wait a second. It, Hold it on. Looks, it looks yeah, to this Kachka is, this is an interesting question. He has gone insane. Um, wait, he's wait. Angry. Before... I need to look at this. Let's see. The rat scuttles um, up Amlal's head, pulls his hair, and makes him attack Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> no! Totally. Ah. Um, ah, shoot. I still don't want to waste my rage. It's fine. All right. I'm just I'm know, flailing around. I'm flailing. Each, each and every one of these rats could have been a celebrated French chef. I think we should think about that as we murder them. <laughs> that is true. Now, I will say, Kachka, that you you know when Ublal is raging, and you, even despite appearances... I can sense the raging inside him. You, you can sense that this is not him mm, raging, yeah. and so you, you hold your turn. Continue to hold your turn. <sighs> just enjoy yourself. problem with these rats it's is fine. just a general lack of communication. That's... <laughs> That's what I'm sensing. Ragdog. All right. There's two rats left. Two rats. This is a waste of magic, but I'm doing it. <laughs> this whole adventure is a waste of magic. Uh, magic this missile. This whole planet is due to a waste of magic. Magic missile. I kill two rats. Are there any other rats around that I can kill? Uh, how many? There are only two rats. How many missiles per rat? Uh, one rat gets two missiles. One rat gets one missile. And what is the damage of magic missile? One d four plus one. Uh, all right, so one rat, the two missile rat is dead. The roll damage for the third missile, or the takes, the yeah, it'll it'll take two damage. Then he is still alive. Well, I whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so now there, there is. They, only... I don't. I don't. I don't see how this is a regdar problem. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Preston, you see Regdar say, I'll handle this. He kills one rat. The other rat uh, is mortally wounded. But and not he, just, he just, Regdar shrugs. I, <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, I, I wait for a moment because I'm waiting for him to handle it. It's not handled. <laughs> so I guess I'll shoot at the rat. So. <laughs> yeah, almost. Stand very still. Don't flinch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they already shot one off me. And Ulal yeah, is yeah. flailing about. I yeah. Saw, yeah, I saw Shara, you know, take one out with her crossbow. I'm like, I, I, that... I can't let that stand like unanswered. We gotta. <laughs> oh, I rolled a critical hit. So... Oh, she puts an arrow through its heart. That's uh-huh. right. The 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 rat is uh, shot killed. through the heart. <laughs> and it yeah. is it is so that there's hair a metal there, band, there's a, a rat with a bolt through it in the wall, and now that the arrow hits the bolt and splits it, and now the yes. two rats <laughs> are sandwiched on the same spot. Oh, rat sandwich. Rat, rat sandwich. Do, crossing, the, crossing the streams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. Are and there any we... other any other rats? Because I do have another attack. Um, there are no. All the rats are dead. Uh, okay. See, I knew right from the beginning we'd end up winning. <laughs> <laughs> and now you are out of combat. <sighs> okay. Unless you want to fight amongst yourselves. I would like to roll a medicine check to see what kind of details I can find out from these bodies. They're dead. They're they good are dead. dead. That's not a detail. They did. <laughs> it's not a detail. That's only a 13. 
Uh, well, you, uh, Presta, you are examining the bodies. You notice mm -hmm. something unusual in that it looks like each of the bodies has had a symbol carved into its forehead. <gasps> Gasp. Uh, Gasp. Uh, I, I, should I roll a history check or something, or do I just recognize uh, it? You do not. Well, you may recognize it. I don't remember if we've uh, talked about this symbol or not, but I will draw it. Is it like an eye in something or other? It's a little triangle with uh, a line going up, just like that. I feel like maybe we have seen that. Should we? Seen it. I don't remember where. Should we roll a history check on that? It's a tent. <laughs> Regdar rolls a twenty. History check is only a nine. Regdar rolls a twenty-two because he's an effing nerd. Wait, hold on. I, I definitely had some history <laughs> success earlier. I'm definitely rolling now. Yep, I know exactly oh. what this is. It's a tent right. with a five. <laughs> Regdar, for our listeners, with his twenty-two history, uh, this is uh, kind of uh, you know you you rolled so well because this is in fact a a piece of Regdar's history. Uh, he he thinks back to Regdar, the first which Regdar time. Regdar backstory. The first time you fell down a sinkhole together, uh, you were attacked by a group of mysteriously armed people who stole a fancy hat. Your first fancy hat. Oh, no. <laughs> Quick, hide it's your hands and fancy hat. Making sense. I'm, I'm over that. I got a new hat, love. <laughs> and uh, you recall that This hat talks to me less. It does. It hasn't spoken <laughs> yet. Uh, you recall this. that symbol was on their armor. Okay. Were they, were they the cult of the Black Earth or no? They were. We, we think okay. so, yeah. Okay. Sorry, so the, so I missed a section here. Does, is that, are we looking at the You're corpses? Dead. And they're corpses, wearing armor yeah, their heads have so had this carved into can, their... I don't know if this counts as a history check or if this is some other foreheads. thing. Literally into their foreheads. Into their foreheads. And it uh, appears to have been done post-death, I assume. I, no one asked. Well, uh, I was I'm, just going to... I'm medically examining them, so I would like to know, yes. Yep. Pre mortem. I was like so symbolically or symbologically, if you will. Uh, uh so would someone carve members. that yeah, would someone carve that symbol into one's head because or, they are members of the cult of the black earth uh, or victims of the cult of the black earth? I don't quite know. Quite possibly they just got knocked out in a bazaar somewhere. Yeah, or they just <laughs> they were they were running really fast and they walked into like the you know the a cult of like black a branding earth symbol. Iron or something. Yeah. Well they you don't next so, step up from a tattoo. That's why you don't run with a branding iron people. <laughs> I will say it's not it's not uh a it hasn't been branded into them. It's clear that someone took a knife and carved this into their flesh. That's uh, a lot of work for something you're just gonna feed to rats. <laughs> That's true. Was it a sacrifice, perhaps? Now, now, is it like a scar or is it a fresh? Uh, wound well, it looks uh, fairly fresh. Okay, so and yeah, like, how long ago happened? did these did these people die? Can I tell? It's hard, it's hard to tell because they've been ravaged by hungry, hungry rats. Mm. Rat board, please stop trying to sell that board game, Scott. Has <laughs> <laughs> a. Uh, uh, Parker's Brothers, call me. Uh, <laughs> the, I believe that was a Hasbro product, actually. The, the only Philadelphia theme board game available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every rat poops. Uh, now, the, the to answer <laughs> Tony's question, uh, you could see it happening in both. Some You have read of cults where people do kind of uh, self-mutilation to prove themselves worthy. Uh, you've also heard of many cult rituals that require uh, willing or unwilling victims have such things inscribed upon them. It's hard to tell. Hmm. Okay. Um, Anything in their pockets? They are <laughs> not. They don't have any pockets because they're not wearing. How any many? Clothes. How many? Oh. How many corpses were there? 
There were three corpses. I'm going to then move and look up the other hallway. You are going to look in the Like, I'm just standing here and looking to the north. Okay. Assuming that's north. That is north. That's an interesting point. Four cloaks, three corpses. Naked corpses. Yeah. My favorite kind of corpse. Scott, like, Scott, no, this is live on the internet, please. I, was like, I shouldn't, why did I say that? <laughs> I don't like and any corpses. Now it's forever. Good job, Scott. That's right. Ah, hey, live chat. Let's, Tell me, what's your let's, favorite kind of corpse? Let's just call that exhibit, exhibit one, people. We've got, we're, we're running a poll. What's your favorite type of corpse? Please, uh, listeners. Uh, mine's audience good looking. engagement. Oh, God, I'm never getting into Congress. <laughs> Phew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My plan is added, working. Added, added benefit. You could do worse. Uh, so oh. is, Actually, oh, okay. yeah, I'm from Wisconsin. I did do worse. Oh. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, I'm from America. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Presta, you have, uh, everyone's looking at the corpses. I want to know, know what's going on with these dead people. I feel like this is not cool. You have examined them and you're like, uh, something's not right. So you go up, uh, you see another corridor. It turns to uh, another hallway. At the end of that hallway, you see most of, well, you think, most of a room. All right. I request uh, my friends be silent and I listen and, any, and invite anyone else um, to do so. Uh, I think um, everyone, everyone, some characters should have to do a will roll to remain silent. <laughs> I, I request that the players remain silent because I was going to say something. <laughs> Presta, in that room, in the center... I roll to see uh, if I can remain silent. <laughs> oh, dear. In the center of that room... Recording. You, you see a black rock about a foot across that is hovering three feet from the floor. This sounds normal. What... So is it, like, carved into a rectangle, or is it just, like, a rough hewn? It's just, just, a, just a rock. It's the black rock of the black rock clan. The norm, we found it. The... What black rock? Careful! It, could be a it's mimic. Black Earth is the clan. But well, it's, okay. It's just a rock. Earth. All right. Uh, uh, Amal is going to peek around the corner and look for rats. <laughs> you do not see any rats. You see a, a, a rock hovering three feet above the floor. It doesn't look like a rat. That's not interested. interesting, though. He wants um, to see some more rats. And you can't. Uh, Reg- Regdar, do you want to take a look at this with your expertise about totally ordinary things? Uh, yeah. This is, let me, uh, do, uh... I mean, I will hmm. also roll Arcana, but I don't have much. Uh, here. Hold 21. on. 21. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, guys, please magic. be careful before this becomes a bad day at the Black Rock. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, <boy>. yeah. <laughs> I got a 21 on my Arcana check, so... I got a 14, so you beat me. Uh, it's because I rolled a 19. You are sure it is magic, and you are, what, 50 feet away from it. I am. Yep. <laughs> I'm not getting closer until I've rolled I, that arcana check. I yeah. understand, but you are you are certain you know. Okay. You you delve the the depths of your arcane knowledge and you realize that rocks don't usually float. Gee. <laughs> Guys, let's Gee get up. <laughs> well, actually Presta. certain igneous rocks can be <laughs> You're an igneous. Uh Presta. <laughs> Presta, let's get Almol to fight it. Uh, <laughs> um, Stop floating, uh, floating rock over there. Seems weird. Seems weird. Oh, oh, oh it's magic, uh, you know. I edge forward just a little bit. Yep. All a right. floating rock. A floating <laughs> rock. Question mark. Ublal, <laughs> uh, uh, anyone who is kind of you know within one square of the entrance sees that there is another uh, exit to the south of this room. 
And uh, now that Umlal can see the entire room, it is an empty room uh, that is 30 feet by 30 feet. In the center, a black rock hovers three feet above the floor. So it's right in that middle square. So we it could right there's, the there's room the to edge around it. And Yep. There's a rock. I made a rock. Oh. You're welcome. Oh, that's more of a, a ring. Okay. You know what? Everyone's a critic. <laughs> welcome to my life. Damn. <laughs> Why does it say red large on this map when it's supposed to be clan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Does this rock speak? Have we heard have we heard anything about the like the black earth cult people worshiping a, a, a literal Floating piece rocks. of black Floating earth rocks? Uh you haven't heard much about the 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 black earth cult. Um so no. Mm-hmm. Um hmm. Hey, it's a floating I'm rock. I'm just going to try to edge around the rock. <laughs> okay. If uh, if nothing happens to Elmwall as as that's happening, I will I will follow. Elmwall, can you uh, try crawling under the rock to see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> it's a science experiment. Elmwall, <laughs> not no science. I'll go too. Yeah, I I guess technically I'd want to be on the same square since there are ten foot squares. I'm right behind. All right, Amal. so n- nothing happens when I walk by that rock, huh? Nothing's happening. The Does it make a noise? A, what if I threw a rock at the rock? Don't the, don't taunt the rock. <laughs> the rock is, are in the is, room. Is 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 still? It is floating three feet above the ground. It is nothing else is happening. All right. Okay. Uh, this is what Scott wants me to do. I touch the rock and roll. <laughs> <over> <laughs> oh, oh, I was thinking about it. As you no, as you why? touch as, so as you the role of Amla will be played by Regdar. <laughs> as or you Carlos. touch the rock, it uh it it moves as though oh, it okay. is kind of Okay, I'm still waiting for the part where you get to say 2d6 lightning damage. So. And uh, it's, it, as it drifts away out of uh, kind of that 10-foot square in the middle, it just falls to the ground. The, uh, I, on the back of it, was there's, not a little, great. You wrecked it. there's a job. little window that says, future hazy, try Car- again. Carlos steps where the rock was and sees if he can begin to float. Okay, somehow Carlos. that feels stupider than what Regnar just did. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> things are back on, on par As, here. as yeah. Carlos enters uh, the square, he suddenly starts to float three feet yeah! off the Yeah! I'm a rock, Whoa. everybody! Suggesting that we all, f- we all float down here? Because yeah. this just got creepy. <laughs> so it's not the rock that's magic, it's the square. And we need to pry up the tile and take it with us. Somebody examine the rock totally to sell check this. it out. Yeah, is there anything interesting about that rock now that's no longer floating? Uh, do you want to touch the rock? Check me out, everybody! Sure. Seems like a personal We're question. Floating. I feel like Regdar should look at it. He knows pottery that's uh, similar, Regdar right? feels like he touched a magic rock and didn't die. He's on borrowed time. He's going to stand back for a little bit. I feel like a rock is just pre-pottery, right? I don't know how pottery works. It's the rock like is just... <laughs> lo- All right, Regdar is going to explain at length about how pottery works. No! <laughs> because, sir, if you do not understand the difference between clay and stone, I don't even know where we begin. <laughs> Maybe at the difference between clay and stone. And so we shall. <laughs> Chapter one. Uh, so the rock, hey. you know, who is someone touching the rock? What's happening with the rock? You've got Carlos I is will, floating. I will examine Dwayne Johnson. All right. Do I smell he- anything cooking? <laughs> <laughs> no. It is The rock okay. is very charismatic. <laughs> And has an inexplicably <laughs> successful film career. Mm-hmm. It, it is explicable to his charisma. 
So Umlal okay. picks up the rock. He examines it. Nothing bad happens to him. It is, in fact, a rock. How, how big is this rock? It like is one feet? foot oh. across. Something tells oh. me the focus is not supposed to be the rock here, people. <laughs> I was going to keep it, but it seems kind of heavy. It's, so. it's a big rock. I'll leave it here. Bring the tile. He Pry up the tile the and bring it with you. <laughs> and Carlos, Carlos is you just coming or are you just going to float there all Carlos day? Carlos is floating. Somebody pull me, pull me out of the square and I'll uh, stop floating. Yeah, Carlos cannot get out <laughs> can of we that like, square. Can Amal just like can Amal just like poke him so he starts like spinning uncontrollably? Uh, yes. So you start doing that, and he starts spinning. Now he is spinning in the. I the step square. back in case this he is fun. Yeah, I would like to move out of vomit range. Uh, I'm feeling kind of funny, <laughs> everybody. All... Somebody, uh, <laughs> get me out of here. Uh, Carlos, roll a Constitution check. Oh no. <laughs> Katska, get me off of this crazy thing! <laughs> Does anybody have any routine? You you feel fine. You are slightly peeved. But, <laughs> but that is it. Just slightly. Well, if you got a peeve, go down the other tunnel. Alright, uh, <laughs> I'm all I'm all like push him out of that square. Alright, he falls out of the square, catches himself. He's fine. Well, okay. this is great. So that's, that's weird. Let's go. That's weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Story checks out. Um, Carlos takes his cloak off and tries to hang it in the square to see if he can get it to look like a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, now there's a cloak hovering in the square. Ah, it's a Delver! Vaguely, well, the problem is, so you try to, to, like, drape it to look like a ghost, but then it just kind of hovers, and it's just a flat piece yeah. of cloth. All right. Oh, like a dead ghost. I just take my, my I take the robe and <laughs> put it back on and I leave the room. I'm done. <laughs> uh, Regdar would like to just briefly, and I, this will be the last thing Regdar will do for a couple minutes, uh, use Arcana to inspect the uh, the floor that, that seemed, that was potentially the source of this floating effect. Maybe the ceiling, too. So. Oh, well, I said I was only going to do one thing. I holler back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an Arcana. Guys, it's just air pressure. I rolled a 13. Oh, 13. 13. Well, you are certain that it is, uh, I mean, there are many spells that yeah. levitate things, so you figure that uh, this square has just had something cast upon it, that objects in it will float. Such as okay. Featherfall. So this, uh, does this rock seem like it's like symbolic or ritualistic in nature, as opposed to decorative? <laughs> Just looks like uh, a group of people found this and said, I wonder what kind of crap we can put in here. Uh, and they, uh, Wait, you guys... Are you suggesting we found it in the past? <laughs> <laughs> dun, you guys dun, dun. gave up with a cloak and they, the last thing they did was put a rock in it. And they said, this guys, is stupid. This Let's is go. somebody's <laughs> dorm room. The next one has a Jacob's Ladder in it. Oh, <laughs> God. Ooh, cool. Oh, man. All right. It's I feel a like lava I've, lamp. I've got what I need to edit this floating rock. Uh, what's at the bottom right, of this corner? So yeah, I, Amal and I have moved to the. I guess we're lucky it was a see. it was a rock and not like a rat. That was there. <laughs> it's a dead rat. I uh, go you... back and get a rat and put it on the. <laughs> Did square. someone say flying rats? <laughs> uh, now a dead rat is floating three feet above the floor. In yes. And now I will change the name of this room from Hovering Stone to Hovering Rat Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> hovering Rat Corpse also a great band. <laughs> Uh, there is a door. Is it going uh, round and round by chance? Just want to know. <laughs> no, break it. There is a door at the end of this corridor. Rat. Um, I, I listen will... at the door. 25. Uh, you don't hear anything. Amal um, rolls an 11 to check if the door is a mimic. <laughs> he does not think it's a mimic. <laughs> I, okay. It's totally a mimic. Say to Amal, um, well, I don't know. There's nothing, I don't hear anything. All right. Amal um, opens the door. 
Door opens, and you see a room. A room? I was not expecting that. The, this 50-foot <laughs> square chamber is hewn out of rock. The floor is rough but flat. The walls show the chisel marks of the I'm original. sorry, it's roughly hewn? It's roughly hewn. <laughs> yes, and hempen. Mm-hmm. What size weird. would you say? Is it, is it small or large? It's definitely it's about not the regu- size of a giant rat. Okay. Are semicolons involved? How many uh, how many bowls of soup could you wow. fit in this room? <laughs> Everything. A lot hurts. of footnotes for this episode. It's a lot possible of we've been playing a bit too much. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing how Scott punishes me next week when he's a player. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are the hilarious jokes done? When were those? Why why wait a week? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, as I was Wait, saying... Wait, I've got one more. <laughs> Recording. This is a 50-foot square chamber that is made out of rock. The floor is rough but flat. The walls show the chisel marks of the original builders, and the ceiling is about 10 feet high. Identical stone doors with iron pull rings, handles, stand in the middle of the east, north, and west walls. Rusty or cin- not rusty? They are rusty. In the mm. center of the room stands a life-sized and lifelike statue of a ah! dwarf. No statues. <laughs> the dwarf warrior is wearing a chain shirt, helm, and big boots. He carries a shield on his left arm and a battle axe in his right. The I statue, like big boots. The statue. <laughs> the statue. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> I'm not done with the description. <laughs> <laughs> the statue has clearly been broken into roughly. The head and upper torso, lower, lower torso, and legs. These pieces have been reassembled and held together and upright in a stout wooden frame. A dagger, along with several coins and gems, lies on the floor in the front of the statue, surrounded by a ring of fine gravel. Is the statue in the right order, or is it like head, torso, feet? It's Picasso. It, it is in the correct order. Oh, are there right. are these things on the floor? Anything? Like rubble or something? Uh, fine those, gravel. Uh, that is uh, to denote the fine gravel that is uh, ah, ring okay. that is around the uh, statue. So does this statue look like a, like, you know, I've heard of the Delvers. Does this look like what I've heard of? Uh, no. This looks like a statue that was broken and put back together. Okay. But it is of a dwarf. It is of a dwarf. And there is a bunch of, like, offerings and stuff, apparently. Like Yes, you see uh, a dagger, several coins and gems. Um, would a history check? I'm just going to see if I... Oh, I rolled a two, so forget it. Hold on. I know all about Delvers. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it might not just be Delvers. Like, maybe this dwarf is somebody we would recognize based on his armor. I got a three. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't think that dwarves existed. <laughs> <laughs> just a... Guy's pretty sure dwarves. Just a myth. Conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a dwarf. Trooper. Myth of mining complex. I ever told you about chem dwarves? <laughs> uh, is anybody? Okay. So what are you doing? Just hanging out. Maybe somebody, somebody should roll an Arcana check. See if there's any magic going on here. I mean, like I know I rolled inside. a nineteen once, but I don't. I don't think that that's going to happen again. So I am suspicious of the circle around the statue. Yeah, it's gravel. Is that what I heard? Mm. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Fine gravel. I rolled a 23 arcana yeah, check studying fine, the floor of the Fine chamber. Corinthian gravel. Uh, 
uh, well, you know that uh, Regdar would know that in many rituals, it's important to lay out, you know, a, a sigil or something in uh, a sigil uh, with maybe ground marble or something like this. This looks like it is just gravel that has been put in a circle around this statue. I would like to take a look at the floor and do another survival check to see if people have been in here recently. Okay. 21. Uh, well, once again, this room looks like it has had, it is well trafficked. Uh, okay. there's not a lot of dust or anything. So clearly people have so been can't in here. can't tell how recent? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's on any, anything? So these slabs look just like all the doors we've seen before. Yes. There, there is a rusty iron ring pole. <laughs> Got it. I'm going to pop that door. So just a point to mention here, the place where the believers met was called the Tomb of Moving Stones. Yes. And we just mm-hmm. found a stone floating three feet above the ground, so something tells me we may be in an adjunct to that. Probably coincidence. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It is unrelated. So uh, Umlal opens this door. <laughs> the Tomb of the Busted uh, Dwarf Statue. Would have been a dead. Uh, they should work on their branding. Uh, let me just. Do this. Well, the guy talked about like stones, like a bunch of stones. I don't know, in the ground or something moving around, and we haven't seen anything remotely like that. Have we? Uh, I don't think so. What? What? I'm sorry. I was reading something. What did you ask? Oh, I just said that the uh, the fellow that we talked to about the believers talked about stones, kind of like in or on the ground, moving around on their own, and we haven't seen anything that looks like that here. Uh, no, you have seen that uh, a hovering floating. stone. That's, That's not the same. So uh, in, in this passage here, a passage 10 feet wide, 10 feet high, and hewn out of the rock runs 40 feet ahead. A small lantern hangs from a hook in the wall next to the door at the east end mm-hmm. of the passage. Sitting on a wooden stool by the lantern is a balding, beardless old human, old male human in patched and faded work trousers and a matching tunic. He is mm-hmm. idly whittling a stick. He's alive. Oh, is that what they call it now? <laughs> yes. So he's. This is, sorry, I'm sorry. This is a living person. Yes, this uh, is the tomb is. of moving stones we've walked into. I'm pretty sure. And this guy is a, some sort of guard of the door to the tomb. He uh, says, "Hello." He looks up and he screams and throws himself uh, on the floor and says, "Please don't hurt me." Amlal, uh, oh. not looking to hurt anybody. Amlal, a lover, not fighter. Uh, I'll tell you whatever you know. Mom, no, don't. I'm an old man. You don't I, even oh, kill okay. Anymore. And say in that okay. case, talk. Tell everything. Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> a start at beginning. Difference between uh, stone and clay. <laughs> uh, half not, of us already know, but other uh, half. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a carpenter. I don't know much about pottery. What is a carpenter doing underground? Uh, my name is Baragus. Uh, I'm a retired carpenter. That's why I went underground. Uh, <laughs> He's an underground uh, carpenter. He says this is this is the 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 uh, what is this place called? This is the tomb of moving stones. Please don't. Whatever you do, don't disturb the Delvers. What are oh, the Delvers? Yes, have we seen Delvers? I have not seen any ghost dwarves so far. Uh. The Delvers are uh, entombed in this this door behind me. Uh, oh. Don't don't go in there. You break it, Why? you buy it. Uh, because they what they, happens? They tell us 
things. The delvers move the stones in in the tomb, and they they tell us what we need to do. We don't want to anger them because they uh, they could do horrible things. The elements are all out of whack, and we think it's because we angered the delvers. Please, please don't hurt them anymore. We we moved stone before. That bad? <laughs> the hovering stone over there. I put that there myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my you, question? You quite the kidder, Barry. <laughs> Uh, why? Because uh, there's a hovering column. What are you going to put? What else are you going to put in there? A good, cloak? good answer. Amla <laughs> <laughs> um, believe um, I'll believe him. He feels this man honest. Ketchka pops in and says, uh, "Melico said it was okay to check on the Delvers. You can let us go by." Uh, why would you pick Melico? <laughs> Mele- He's a town elder yum. of some sort. We've met two people in the Believers, and Melico's the stupid yeah. one, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the other one, Luthro is the Luthor stupid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, then checks out. Uh, he says, well, so you know about the the believers? Oh, oh yeah, of course all, we know about the believers. Um, all of what, us do. Why, yeah. why, why did, Luther, the whole gang. Why did Melico send you down here? Uh, because he felt story. it was important. We don't have time. He felt it was important to send strangers who did not have a past history. There is, the there is a sinkhole. We're just checking. We're making sure everything's okay because there was a, a big hole opened up oh, on the street. Oh, I felt that tremor. I thought it was just another. Yes. Uh, uh, we're uh, structural look. engineers. I'm I'm thought love only true in fairy tales, meant mm-hmm. for someone else. Yes, but not me. <laughs> uh huh. Then you saw. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. <laughs> And and the her in that sentence is Melico? <laughs> yes. Sure, say yes. <laughs> uh, no, Melico wait. told us that the uh, the sinkhole was actually a message from the Delvers, and we needed to go and check on it right away. Uh, well, if you need to check on it, we can go in. Well, I'll let you go in. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that's best. The, the door is not locked, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You got this thing that's super valuable and nobody should ever disturb it and you didn't lock the door? What the? Well, that's why he's here. He's, yeah, he's... He's a you little You left guard. an old he carpenter does. to guard it instead? How many people come down here, Dad? Not many. I don't children know. That fell through the earth. <laughs> I'd uh, like, to, right, I'd we, like uh, to reiterate, Dan. Clegg is a garbage oh, town. Yeah. This is a garbage <laughs> town. We didn't come down here not to disturb the town. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the door's unlocked. He gets out of your way. You open the door, uh, I assume. And Ooh, you see an enormous chamber with 20-foot ceilings that has been carved out of the rock. Uh, a lit lantern rests on the floor near the center of the room. An odd array of stone monoliths, some upright standing stones, and others arranged in three stone arches stand around the chamber. Six low stone slabs are set against the walls around the perimeter of the room. Each holds humanoid bones dressed in scraps of tattered cloth and rusted iron. You said humanoid? I said humanoid. Uh, do they appear to be dwarf-sized humanoid? Well, you are very far away from them, so... Uh, I'm almost step into the room. Uh, you see they appear to be dwarf inside. Should I uh should I keep an eye on our carpenter friend or do we need to make sure he comes in here with us? He was not going to come in here with us. So I just, I'm worried Good. he might run away and alert So while other this is all happening, Carlos tries to carefully pull open the other door and see what's down the other path- passageway. I think it's the room we came Carlos. from. Uh Carlos roll a stealth check. 
six. Flings the door <laughs> open. Hello. Right. Falls over so and you, thugs to the ground. Open this door. And uh, hope there's some mushrooms in there. You see. Oh, oh no. good! It's the guard that we passed. Disinfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Took the long way around. That was smart of us. Uh, let me explain what's in this room before we your doom. Go on. Let's see. Here we are. This Carlos stone... now has to confront when he let his friend die by mushrooms. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no. His own personal hell. Wow. All right. Uh, deep, deep cut there, going way back. So this tells you that doesn't bother Carlos a whole lot. <laughs> so this is a big square. Carlos, I am your conscience. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big square chamber that has been hewn out of the rock. In the center of the chamber's west wall is Roughly. a stone door that has a narrow view- viewing slit. Beside the door is a set, and in that viewing slit was previously uh, a, a large half orc was viewing it, but now he is looking at Carlos. Uh, besides the door, beside the door is a set of iron bars bolted into the wall about three feet above the floor. Ten oil chains are secured to the, the bars, leading up to a hole bored in the ceiling. Another solid do- stone door is in the middle of the east wall, and that's the wall, that's the door that Carlos has just opened. Uh, an eight-foot-tall rectangular stone stands upright in the room's center. The stone has an inscription on it that's hard to read from a distance. At the foot of the standing stone is a small human who is pinned face down by rocks placed atop his arms, legs, and back. He is barefoot and wears ragged clothes. He looks up at Carlos and says, Help! Uh-oh. Do I hear somebody and now calling we're for help initiative. or am I too far away? I saw nothing. <laughs> you, everyone heard a small boy yell for help, okay. and now we are rolling initiative. Oh, a small boy. I'm like a hundred feet away. Yeah. He screamed because. Okay. It's also echoey down terror. here. It's all stone. Sure. Yeah, that's going to happen. You if get you, that in your rough hewn chambers. If you don't want to yeah. hear it, that's also fine. I mean, you, should, you guys should hang up some tapestries in here. It really dampens the echo. All right. One second, please. You need some acoustic tapestries. I like the person in the YouTube live chat who wrote Amlal Lick Rock like this was some sort of text adventure. <laughs> they just write that in every chat that they're in and it just happens to make sense. In this one. I'm sort of pretty yeah. sure that's a fan fiction springing to sure. right there. What if Amlal met a dinosaur? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and right. got in the lake. <clears throat> Let me be the first to say good uh, job, Carlos. Uh-huh. Good job, mm-hmm. Carlos. Uh, you the first and the last. I just, I love the uh, the rhythm of the uh, the four hour D and D session where it's like lots of being really cautious, lots of haggling with people that don't matter, and then it's like, no, I'm gonna open this door when no one's looking. I, it's it's great. It doesn't uh, make any sense to me. No, uh, it's it's it's. I feel I'm like role you know, playing, man. I, this is Carlos. This is what he does. Yeah. Yep. I, I, you know what? In a way, this is Regdar's fault. Regdar was keeping his eyes on the carpenter, and not no one was supervising. <laughs> Carlos was Carlos was standing next to that door that hey. whole time, and you didn't notice. It's, like it's, maybe su- he's eyeing the door. Maybe he's really no. curious about what's behind that door. I'm supervising Amlal. It's not my job. I know I've it's hard. There, there's a lot of it's. There's technically more characters who, who require supervision. <laughs> we gotta have it. Like you ever see those? You ever see when they walk around the kids who are all like have to hold the little yep. rope? You know, the like preschool mm-hmm. kids. Like Stop. that's kind of what we Dan, need. Dan, yeah. stop! Stop tying up children. 
weapons. <laughs> we just need one of those harnesses right, so at the end of a strap. <laughs> the half-orc has seen Carlos, and he says, You're not supposed to be here! And he takes out a heavy crossbow and shoots. Ooh. And totally misses. Uh, and then he drops that and pulls out a mace and starts walking towards Carlos. Watch out, he's got pepper spray. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three. Boop. All right. Bear spray. Kachka. Oh, man. You Get are looking into a large chamber full of rocks. That, Get the uh, milk bags. Yes, I am. It's you've awesome. Heard, you've heard a, 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 from a distant sound of uh, uh, someone saying, help. <sighs> yeah, and I'm like a thousand feet away based on this map that has these weird squares that are ten feet across. Mm-hmm. I don't make the maps. I just... You do them. make the maps. <laughs> no, you you will know when I've made a map. We <laughs> 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 do. That sounds like a threat to me. It's a you're promise. like a hundred you're like right. hundred feet away. Yeah. So I'm gonna run back towards the sound of the screaming. One, two, three and a half squares. Sure. Can I see anything through the door from this spot? Uh, you see Carlos looking through a door that you had not. Opened and the story checks out. That's it. <laughs> and you see Regdar. You see the statue. Hey, the door that he's hey, standing next to is open, right? He has opened it. He is. You could see into a little bit of the room, but you can't see much. You see a big. There's a appears to be a rock in the center of that room. Okay, but I can't see anything that might be attacking. Uh, no, not from your angle. You wouldn't be able to see it. And you All see right. uh, Carlos is a is a hefty guy. So I've heard that about Carlos. Uh, all right, I'm going to go ahead and use a second move then and get myself into more of a position. So one, two, three. Can I see a little more of the room there and maybe somebody... Uh, be... Well, from that angle, you can now see uh, a, a, an angry half-orc. All right, there's not much I can do about it since I just used up my action, but realizing that he might be in trouble, I will throw some inspiration to Carlos over there by the door. Okay. That's it. Uh, great. I just have to wait a moment to make sure that there's not some other. No, that's some other elven character you're thinking. Ah, uh, no, I think it's all your characters. Shara. <laughs> Rude. Uh, can you tell me about dashing? I can tell you, you the good go news about twice dashing. your twice your movement. There you go. Twice my movement. I think mm-hmm. she just wants you to strike a dashing pose, Scott. <laughs> oh, nice not work. It. Oh, thank you. That was my moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we found it. That was excellent. Mm-hmm. Can I have inspiration? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this cutting action where I can use dash, dis- disengage, or hide as a bonus action on any turn. So, okay, of course. Can I, since I have that, can I dash to get in range? In in line of sight of this half orc thing, um, yeah. I am looking things up in the player's handbook to see. Okay, if that's uh, yeah, that's a thief thing. Cool. It's cunning something. Cunning right? action. You can use yeah. a extra bonus action at the end of every turn to do a dash, hide, or disengage. Oh, oh, then yes. does it have to be at the end though, or, it, or can it be any? Sorry, uh, any time during okay. your turn. I then yes, you can totally okay. do that. Okay, so I can move six squares with my speed of thirty one. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, 
six, and I can share with Kachka because these are giant squares, yes? Yes. Yes, okay. All right, so I, I have dashed. And you see a half-orc. And I see a half-orc, and it it looks threatening, so I'm going to... Um, it's already attacked. It has... Well, you don't know that. I don't know. Well, it, it matters for whether I have advantage. Uh, All he did was come around. Well, the, then, oh, well, I mean, he, he, he missed at me. The game mechanics. He's, 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 he he did, he's acted, so you no longer have the uh, advantage on him. Okay. Because he's right. acted in this combat correct. before. Okay. So I, I just have my crossbow. Yes. And I would I say rolled. he has cover. And I forget how cover works. Uh, plus two, I believe, if it's half cover, plus five is three cores. It's the only thing that oh, still has... Plus yes. modifiers. All right. Plus two. Great. So uh, you're going to shoot him with a crossbow. Yep. And I rolled a 14, and my modifier for that is I'm sorry, what? I didn't write that down. Uh, your dexterity and Dex. uh, proficiency bonus if you have one. Uh, so that's 17. Oh, no. Uh, so I think that's 20 because I am proficient. Uh, 20 will hit a half orc. Okay. Um, and 1d8 of damage. Oh, shoot. One. Uh, all right. Well, he's, he's, he's definitely As you do. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, didn't like that, but, you know, not that bad. Does all the right. Whittler behind us show any signs of being disturbed that we're attacking the guard here? Though he is, he is cowering. He wants nothing to do with this. Oh. He just wants to whittle away. He, he was just minding his own business, whittling in a uh, uh, corridor, yeah. and along sure. come adventurers to ruin Best his Best place day. for it. That's right. Umlal. All right. So I'm pretty far in here, which means, let's see, how far am I? How, I'm probably like well over 100 feet from that kid. Is there anything in this room in front of me? Like how far huh. it still seems like? Can I see anything more? Anything in that room. There are large stone monoliths, a lit lantern in the center of the room, uh, six low stone slabs along the walls. So it's basically like a burial chamber. Uh, If that's what you would like to think it is. (laughs) What if he doesn't want to think that's what it is? I want to think it's a magic place where I can solve all the world's problems. Okay. <laughs> no? Okay. Okay. Two, three, four. Okay, I can get almost up to where Carlos is, but I'm not sure if that's helpful or not. Um sure. All right. And twenty, thirty, forty, ten, twenty, thirty, forty. All right. I'm behind Carlos. And I think that's probably most of what I can do this turn. That's what I'll do. I run. I hear. I hear a cry for help, and I know that Carlos must have done something. So <laughs> I'm. I'm off to back him up. That's just logic. Everything Carlos does is a cry for help. <laughs> what you're saying? Fair. <laughs> that it's a cry that, for help or a cry for attention. One of those. True. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it not my turn? It. It is not your turn. Is that your dashing look again? Uh, that is my uh, whatever shall I do look. Uh okay. I don't really want to kill this guy. We didn't have the option to 
be nice to him though. Well, we can could always maybe try to. Nice. I was going to try to. Yeah, I was going to try to intimidate him, but I don't know. It's not my turn. He attacked. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. What does this do? All right. So I need Presta. I need a uh exciting Constitution saving throw. Okay then. Two. Uh, you fail, um, and you all hear kind of the unmistakable Ooh. sound of a shatter spell uh, that has now been focused on. I recognize Presta. that spell. You do. That's my Everybody brand, does. damn it. And you think for a second, has Kachka turned on the party finally? First Amla, <laughs> then Kachka. This is a bad day. What is going on? And you bad take, day at Black Rock Tomb. You take. Um, uh, 22, Coming all the way back around. 22 points of damage. Woo! Okay. Thunder damage, if uh, that matters. Thunder! No. Thunder! Thunder! Na, 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 It doesn't matter. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting directions that people went with that. <laughs> uh, and now it is your turn, Preston. You have just been enveloped in a, in a sphere of shattering fury. 22? 22 points of damage. All right. Um, which direction did it come from? Can I tell? Uh, like, you cannot tell. Which side of me felt shattered? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the way it works is that it's the, a uh, ten foot the radius outs- from the right. point that Presta. it was cast at. Presta. Oh, so it's and see which happens in tatters. You're outside. You're All outside. Right, so feels is, shattered. Is the, is the little uh, guy next to me dead then? Uh oh, I forgot about the guy. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's not right. All right. Um. Okay. Well, I'm Barry. Just gonna- I'm no. just going to do what I was planning on doing anyway, no. which was to, hmm. uh, I was going to head the other way. Uh, before I do anything else, I'm going to just look into the room and see into the room that I'm standing next to mm-hmm. um, and see if I can spot anybody that's in here. Roll perception check. We can just shut that slab there behind you. Don't they need line of sight to cast? Uh, no. 21. You see peering from behind a large rock monolith. Uh, a dude. A dude? Dude. Put him over here. Uh, and I'm also going to make him bigger so you can see what it looks like. <laughs> okay, that's not good. Uh, he is not that size. <laughs> Who disturbs me? <laughs> <laughs> he is normal size, but he's where, that is what he looks like. He's a battle chess piece. Love it. <laughs> Uh, but he's yeah, he's clearly I, I, hiding behind a, a rock here. Yeah, sorry, I didn't, don't know. didn't mean to disturb you, and then I closed the door. <laughs> scary go. ghost people don't generally hide behind rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's a scary ghost. I think he's a guy that I can't handle by myself. And Please stop shattering help. me. Mm-hmm. Carlos. All right, I am going to try to intimidate this guy. Oh, unless Preston, did you want to move? You closed the door, you looked. Yeah, then I am going to move. Okay. Um, just my speed. Now, recall, Carlos, that you have some inspiration that you have not oh, used. Oh, what does that give me? So if you roll that uh, or that uh, intimidation roll and it doesn't look good, you can add a 1d8 to it if you like. All right. Do I, I mentioned there's a spellcaster over there, and he's, he's uh, infringing on your brand, Kachka. Oh, that guy. And I shake one of my fists. Shatter. 
All right. Shatter. Intimidation. Uh, twenty. He didn't say his name was Tusidor, did he? So I, I, Scott, I rolled an intimidation check, and I'm going to say, "What are you doing? We were sent down here by the believers. Why are you attacking us, you idiot?" Uh, okie dokie. This guy. All right, let's make an intelligence check. What did what did you roll? Twenty. Twenty. Oh, this guy's not very. That was with or without you. With my inspiration. Awesome. I just like to know whether I'm being useful or not. Yep. <laughs> it is. Uh, well, he looks confused. It's not his turn, so he can't say anything. But. And I take a step back so that if he would like to uh, engage me further, he's going to need to come into this room with everybody else. Okie dokie. Uh, Regdar. Can I see this gentleman uh, or gentle half Look at me not running uh, or hitting somebody. Room? I feel like Carlos is I growing. Is, it's sort of too late, though. Yeah. We've taken some big steps yeah. here, Carlos. It's off, off bread. Um, yes, you can see the half orc. All right, what the heck? I'll just let's really lean into uh, what Carlos is suggesting uh, with the power of suggestion. <laughs> uh, I will plan a suggestion in the in the mind of the half orc uh, that uh, Carlos is an important. Uh, Official in the believers, and he should come over and surrender all, all of his weapons for inspection immediately to to uh, to Carlos. Uh, he needs to do a wisdom saving throw to uh, avoid that. Um. Okay. What is the save? Uh, it's probably against my spell save, right? Yes. Yep. My spell save is my spell save DC is sixteen. Sixteen. So I have to do a wisdom saving throw, eh? Yeah. Alrighty. Let's see okay. how wise this guy is. Uh, let's look up what suggestion. What is the effects of suggestion? He is not super wise. So basically, he has to complete that task. Yeah. So I gave him a task that I thought would make him more likely to surrender, as opposed to I could have given him a task that was like, you know, <laughs> go to tier. And he would. Well, I I can't do that. Can't, can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah. It can't be yes. something that. The, oh yeah. No, well, but I could have okay. told him like you're needed in tier right away, and he would have started walking to tier. Yes, oh. I, I one of my characters uh, cast this. We had this big dramatic. I was playing a wizard. Uh, we had this big dramatic showdown uh and i was a high level wizard so i cast suggestion on the bad guy and i said you want to go visit your parents and he left (laughs) (laughs) the dm was not pleased (laughs) you left you left the oven on (laughs) that's right uh but now it is the half orc's turn he looks very confused but he walks in and says uh here are my weapons sir and has them to carlos Carlos, don't hand this nope. back right away. Uh, he's got. He, he gives you a. His, his weapons look fine. I, right here, I also specifically said. I said weapons plural. So if he's got like a knife in his boot, where that's going to uh, have to get. Well, he has a mace. There's a knife so in my boot. He hands you the mace and he says, "I dropped my crossbow over there. Do you want me to go get it?" No, no. Um, Say yes. <laughs> Yes. Go, well, no. Well, I'm afraid that that no, it's not going to be. Also, Carlos is a little confused about why this is happening. <laughs> it's like, it's like no. But explain yourself. What is what is the meaning of this uh, this this person uh, in this room who's calling for help? Uh, what is the meaning of this person? That's a good question. Uh, glad you asked. I'm glad you. Well, this asked. is what we call a boy, and he is held <laughs> under what we call rocks. That's right. He. Or wait. Well, he's he was disobedient, 
that he's being punished. That is well, the punishment. I, I assure you now, the punishment is over. I would, I would uh, appreciate it while I'm inspecting your mace for you to go and free that poor child because the punishment is done. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you have to convince him of that. So uh, roll, he's uh, he's intimidated and also magically hoosist. But okay, what do you want me to do now? He he is uh, so roll with advantage and hit the suggestion. He did the suggestion. Okay. So yeah. He, so what am I? What am I uh, rolling? Uh, persuasion, intimidation. intimidation is good for Carlos. This is more of a well, depending on how I guess you could we'll say intimidation. All right, with advantage. With advantage. And I rolled the sixteen both times, so eighteen. All right, he says. Uh, he hesitates. And he says, uh, yes, sir. Uh, then he walks into the, the room mm. and starts taking the stones off of the boy. I guess we're, unless anybody, tell me now if anyone is going to attack him. Uh, if not, we're out of combat. Uh, no. no. All right. All right. We're out of combat. All right. I mentioned, again, um, yeah, that hurt. There's a wizard sorcerer spellcaster or something in there. And uh, he killed the little bald guy. Aww. <gasps> what Barry? No, Barry's, Barry. Barry's gone. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, I made a great of looking very sad about Barry, so the half orc can see it. Uh, Does anybody else have you... healing powers except for me? Because I am down to like one spell left for the day. I believe I'm good. How are you? So, are you hurting badly? Uh, Erica, I roll am. a perception check for me. Okay. Erica, roll a perception check. I got nine. Um, eleven. Okay. Um, and yes, I am, I am mm. hurt quite bad. Do we have a moment for me to cast a healing word on her? Uh, so Umlal, Kachka, cure wounds, and right Shara right? all <laughs> give me constitution saving throws. Oh dear. Constitution. We're getting shattered again. Oh, that's not good. I get 11 with a plus <laughs> 7. Jeez. <laughs> Terrible roll. So it sounds like you all failed. And whatever I got, it's not enough. I got a 1. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is not enough. Are you uh, sure? I'm Eleven positive. wasn't enough. You may need no. to look in your book. Uh, I'll check. Uh, yep, yeah, not enough. Oh, <laughs> I don't uh, believe you really looked in your book. Uh, I looked near it. Uh, <laughs> I roll inside to see if I believe whether Scott actually looked in his book. I'm down to Lutz. fourteen <laughs> HP. <laughs> uh, you each of you take twenty-three points of damage. Jesus Christ! What? As, uh, I told you, there's a friggin' spellcaster. Yeah, but he's, he's behind actually, the door over there. If that's the I guy that's actually he snuck through, and I didn't I, notice. I suspect he's the kind of spellcaster capable of navigating a door. A door. <laughs> yes, he is. In fact, that's hard for spellcasters. Speaking, really? speaking of doors, he's a spellcaster, not a Dalek. <laughs> so. Speaking of doors, the door to the north is thrown open. And in <gasps> walk uh, seven guys. What? what? How how wide is that door that Where seven guys come from? They I mean, ten ten feet wide, I guess. Mister and Missus guy. You guys, I think That's it's time right. to bust out the Griffin. And uh, I forget. Can a Griffin last something? in a ten foot tall chamber? <laughs> and the lead guy who who looks like this <laughs> is this a good time to mention I'm really low on spell <laughs> slots? Yeah, me too. <laughs> that guy. Says, I'm glad I saved my rage. He says, uh, we are the bringers of woe. We have come to reward your curiosity. 
We don't want no woe here. We're not buying. Go away. Whoa, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We do not like puns. And then three more guys walk in carrying Joey Lawrence. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Uh, Joey Lawrence and Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Having a woe off. And Snowy from Tintin. Uh, let's let's roll initiative. Don't forget I love that tan tan. This does seem bad. Yeah, I feel like we're super we're super doomed, guys. Well, maybe not super doomed. It might just be regular doomed. Does anyone have any secret kill all the bad guys things that? Well, we do uh, have the Griffin, which could at least uh, get in between us and them. And I I will say this: it is six o'clock. So perhaps we should just end here. Uh, oh, oh, that seems like a good idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Guys, I don't want I, I don't want to die. I just bought this really expensive <laughs> just book. Just like life. <laughs> 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 Regdar has regrets. Uh, excuse me, you bought this really expensive oh? book? <laughs> guys, I owe Presto a lot of money for this really expensive book. <laughs> well, look at the bright side. You'll never have to pay her back. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think in, in uh, Dark Sun, if you die in debt, that's like extra bad. You go to <laughs> super hell in Dark Sun. You do. We're you don't already wanna... in super Super hell. You guys don't want to go to super hell. It's no. it's full of sand. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh-huh. And uh, so that's where we will end on this cliffhanger of the bringers of woe on is one it, side of you. Is it hell. really even a cliffhanger when there's we're outnumbered like I, three to one I by did evil such murderers? A great idea. <laughs> it's such a great thing no. to diffuse the situation with the one dude who I opened the door mm-hmm. on. Let's not talk about that. And then the yeah. bringers of woe come. <laughs> that's what you get. Uh. That's what you get for going off brand, Carlos. Uh, <laughs> next time on Dark Sun, will we bring the woe, or will the woe be brought to us? <laughs> Did the they really do 23 damage? Has been brought. I'm, sure I'm ready to intimidate woe this half orc into fighting on our side, is all I'm saying. Well, yeah. uh, guys, we break the statue, and then we have woe in pieces. Uh, I think uh, I speak for Aline and myself when I say, woe is me. <laughs> well, thank God this is over. <laughs> <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> so, Steve, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>